0: Hello and welcome to Liberated Tester Podcast, I am really glad to have you here listening to this episode. I am Ganesh Patel and I am back this week with one more episode filled with software testing insights and the experiences from our guests today i hope you like the episode and as usual please share the most valuable insight that you got from the episode on any of your socials and tag liberated tester without further delay let's jump into today's episode Hello everyone Uh, so nice to again finally meet everyone here it's been a month uh, that's there are no new episodes and um, I would like to apologize that I have not been in touch for almost a month and there either I have been some developments on the other fronts that I was uh, taking care of and um, that's why we couldn't meet but yeah I'm so glad to be here again and today's episode uh, is with Tobias Mueller He's the CTO at Projile. He is the man behind the testresults.io. This episode is the most candid conversations that I have had till date on this podcast. Yeah, so this episode contains a lot of insights on the personal areas that you can concentrate on to become a better tester and to become a better person in your work and job role. We also discussed a lot of views on conferences, whether they are really a good use of time and what is an ideal conference would look like uh, from Tobias' point of view. We also talked a lot about autonomous testing, chat GPT and a lot of other interesting stuff. And yes, this is only the part one of the conversation. Part two is going to be released with a very special, special announcement. So stay tuned. Thank you, Tobias. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for accepting the invite and taking the time out. Being here on the show, it really means a lot to me. Thanks again. Yeah, thanks for being on the show. Thanks for hosting me. The office on the backside looks uh, slightly empty. So I, I guess you are the only one in the office. That is true. It's 6, uh, 6 p.m. in the evening.
1: So I'm the only one left in the office. But that is, that is, yeah, that is life, isn't it? Living my dream again. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, we got, we got the first investment. It took me like, uh, like three and a half months to get to get to this place. And um, yeah, I, I guess if, if you get the first investment that you're looking for, everything gets, become, gets easier somehow.
0: So you uh, closed an investment recently, is it? Yeah, but just a small one, actually. It's uh-huh. like we, we do have a business angel now on board. And he's the guy who actually
1: sold Instana for five hundred million to IBM. Oh, so he has a, yeah. a a lot of connections, and 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 he can introduce us to to virtually everyone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that that helps a lot. I mean, the money is nice, but the connections are, are better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, connections live forever. Money is just there, right?
1: Yeah, it's it's all about warm interest, isn't it? It's about having a network, getting warm interest to extend the network and stuff like that. So
0: yeah, got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of, um, habits and, uh, your day-to-day work that you do, what is that maybe one characteristic of your personality, which has helped you along the way of this whole journey?
2: Yeah. The one characteristic that helped me along the journey is, um, I guess,
1: I don't know if that's actually a characteristic, but having, having bold visions Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like, I would have never, I would have never guessed that I, that I claim that for myself because usually, um, if you have visions, you don't know if, is, is there still reality or not, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's really like, it's really like having, having, having a big picture. Yeah. Yeah. And having the, the, how do you call it? Like having the strength to, to stick to that picture actually mm-hmm. to see, but it doesn't work right now. It doesn't work tomorrow.
3: Yeah.
4: It doesn't work
1: the day after, and it doesn't work next week. But at some point in time, you will make it working. Got it. And I mean, you just need to you just need to do more than everybody else. That's it, more or less. And then you will reach it. And I think that's the characteristic. Like if and and it doesn't fit into the testing context, to be honest. But I would love to cite Will Smith on that one. He said, "Like if you and I are on a treadmill,
4: mm-hmm.
1: I either win or I will die on this treadmill." And I think that is, that, is, that is the kind of character that I am. So if you compete with me, I will either, either win
2: or I will die winning. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's, a, that's a really powerful statement. And to have that characteristic, to have that bold vision, to make something which is non-existent and getting that into existence takes a lot of efforts. But alongside efforts, you also need people uh, who you can trust and people who can help you build that vision uh, together? So, in terms of people building and networking uh, skills, do you think any other soft skills which can help testers or any any person professionally more more efficient or more I don't know confident towards chasing their own dreams? Yeah, and and
4: the
1: answer the answer to that is also something that I would have never guessed that that it comes out of my mouth, but it's like like having emotional intelligence.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: And, um, I, I, funnily enough, I learned that in a sales seminar, it's like how to connect to people, uh-huh. how to, how to actually understand people, how okay. to listen, uh, they call it actually active listening, just, just as a marketing term, but it's really like, like, um yeah, getting, getting an understanding of what, what the other side actually means. What is what is their background? Why do they argue like that? How can you um, how can you actually help them to see your point? How can you better understand their point? And uh, and that that is for me that's a soft skill. You you cannot really yeah it's not something that you can measure. It's it's not something that is just there. It's not something that you can really train. But um, I read this book um, never split the difference by Chris mm-hmm. Foss. I yeah. don't. Um, do you know him? No, I don't know him. No. He's, he's a well-known FBI, um, hostage negotiator. Okay. And he said like, um, yeah, never do compromises. It doesn't make sense. You need uh-huh. to understand each other. And here's, here's this example. Like if, if, uh, if your wife wants to go to, uh, to Greece, for example, into the, into, to the holidays uh-huh. and you want to go to, um, um, Tunisia or wherever to Egypt to, to the holidays and you find a compromise or is it like, it's, mm-hmm. it's like in between, it's like Iraq, Iran, somewhere there, it's, mm-hmm. is that where you want to go in that, at that point in time. And, and he said, like, you need to, if, if you, if you, if you ask for reasons, like, why do you want to go to, to Greece? It's like, oh, yeah. okay. I want to dive. Mm-hmm. So you don't want to go to Greece. You want to have a good diving experience. Yes. And I think that is, that is what is required in, in, in testers being able to connect to people. Mm-hmm and you also see it on linkedin by the way using my chance on your podcast station you see it on linkedin that people most of the time they just have their opinion yeah and they 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 force it on you being Mm. it in comments or being it in in posts uh, relating to your post they just force their opinion on people and it's like it's they don't even ask why 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 you came up with something like that they it's always like specifically i think that's also specific in the testing market if you look for example, my, my girlfriend is in in marketing. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's completely different over there. It's, it's like, yeah, everybody's listening to each other. And, and, and if somebody has a brilliant idea, everybody else is like saying, yeah, let's try that. Actually, yeah. if yeah. it works out, it's, it's actually amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and that is what I, what I would expect as a soft skill from, from everyone in the business,
0: actually, but
1: not only testing.
0: I, I, honestly, I would just expect it from everyone. <laughs> <you know> <laughs> yeah. Kind okay. Of. And uh, communication is what human beings are connected for, right? I mean, unless you connect, you can't really um, get the hang of the communication, and that relationship never goes beyond a certain point if you don't have that communication, right? Yeah.
1: I, I mean, what about you? I mean, you're working in a big company. I guess communication is 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 a, is a lot. Is part of your daily business, isn't
0: it? Yeah, it's absolutely. I mean, if you if you look for, um, let's say. I work in a startup so i i I lead all the automation efforts and uh, at that startup so whenever there is a question on something which has been happening for three four years Mm -hmm. it needs a lot of convincing to people so saying this is not the way and this is not the way we are going to scale together we have to break it down we have to think of new approaches and then then we'll get to a place where we want to be so that's for us it's kind of a weekly struggle every week there's something else and then we have to go to people and say oh no 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 this is not how it works let's let's have a discussion we'll sort it out and then we'll come up with a new approach that's how that's how it goes weekly on a weekly basis for us
1: and you said it's actually a discussion isn't it it's
0: not like hey this is how it has to work because yeah. then
1: you can be pretty sure that the opposite will say no it's not
0: yes and and it doesn't work out i mean it goes nowhere yeah. basically so, exactly yeah there's always going to be trade-offs um, you can't be always right so you have to accept that fact
1: and, and that is that is what I think is
0: is I've never experienced it before
1: but in the testing community there are a few people that think they are
0: always right yes yes I know <laughs> which is which is not the case at all uh, it leads to unnecessary banter and all those things which is not healthy at all for the community so it's not something yeah. that any anyone should get into.
1: Well, perhaps it's not only testing. Perhaps it's IT in general. I guess there's also like for, for programmers and coders and stuff like this. Also, mm. like I, if I remember, if I and, and also others. Now that I think about it, it's like when we started with Scrum like 14 years ago, there was also someone who said like, "No, I know exactly how it works, and it works only in this way." It's like okay, mm-hmm. okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let and me. You can do... imagine. Yeah. You can imagine how the others looked at him. It's it's one that's like, yeah, okay, if you say now we do it, but
0: honestly, if you're gone, it would be different. Yes, correct. Yeah, I mean, having confidence is a different thing and having kind of overconfidence is a pretty different thing. So yeah, Yeah. like you said, right, uh, you have the visions which are not yet there, but in that you have to go through a lot of process of learning new things, reading new things, and then maybe borrowing ideas from here and there, and then come up with your unique proposition about those ideas. So how do you keep yourself up to date with what's happening? And is there any particular source uh, that you refer to, or is there anything that is very close to your heart in terms of learning new things? So what I do is, is, is actually, I, I am a lot
1: on YouTube.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm going through those tutorial videos, through those announcement videos, those review videos, and, uh, and listen to those people. And I also do some, uh, some of them, them those, those, or how are they called actually those universities, mm-hmm. where you can actually learn something about it. And, um, and, and I, I think that's the most input I have to be honest, because usually if you go to conferences, at least that, that, that is what I see, you talk to a lot of those people, but, but in the end, there's not much new. Yeah. So, so there's, there's sometimes you have a conference, there's somebody like from Facebook and they show how you test a million devices simultaneously. But honestly, that is 1% of us that does it. Yeah. Nobody else, yeah. No, nobody else has the means to even think about doing stuff like that. Got it. And, and then there are the typical others that, that somehow explain about their project and how they were successful. Mm. And, uh, and if you're long enough in it, I mean, you know, it yourself is like an IT project is somehow always successful in the end. I don't know why, even (laughs) if it was, even if it was a complete disaster, it was still turned to be successful because um, yeah, in it, everything needs to be successful. And, uh, so, so I, I rely on YouTube as, as bad as it sounds, to be honest, but, um, and also linkedin i follow a few um, few a few people on linkedin and, and in my feed there's always something about testing and what is the next best thing and and, and yeah like and, and you see those bubbles coming up it's like now we see a lot of like three four years ago it was about ai ai in testing and and we all do ai and and you don't need to do anything anymore and that was debunked and now it's about Autonomous testing and yeah. stuff like that. Mm. And, um, I'm looking forward to all of those talks that are coming up in the next two to three months. Um, and then I'll do my reaction videos <laughs> afterwards, but, but, uh, yeah, but that is, that is how I stay up to date. And then mm-hmm. naturally trying uh, trials from other vendors. I mean, yeah, I'm, I, we do automation testing. So I, test all of the different tools that are in the market. And if somebody is not a new tool, I'm the first who jumps on the beta wait list or, or trying a trial as soon as they are available.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of LinkedIn, um, I've seen a lot of your posts regarding uh, bugs and a lot of other websites that are yeah. there. So, I mean, is it, I mean, is it just like a hobby or is it uh, actually something that is taken up as a project <laughs> or something? I just, it honestly, those bugs, they just happened.
1: Uh I don't know. It's like, and and it's actually interesting. It seems to happen to everyone. It's just like, nobody posts about it. It's like people accepted that, that software has bugs. Mm. And that is, that is what, what, what actually, what actually generates a pain in my stomach, to be honest, because it's like, and that's not like 10, 12 years ago is when people said like, yeah, but we gave our best. It was best effort.
3: Yeah. And, Yeah. and,
1: and, And you see it even, you see it, it's it's always more like best effort we did our best and yeah but you changed your mind and therefore it's not working and stuff like that and it's really like and i'm also following uh bolton's profile and he does the same in a, in a far more in a far more proficient way naturally and i do it but but um it's like if you i mean if you just need to book an airline ticket and you find like like five to seven bucks till you get yeah. the freaking ticket <laughs> and, and and it's like really one of my, one of my marketing ladies actually said like, a somehow you are attracting bucks. I don't know why, but they all need to come to you apparently. And it's, <laughs> it's I think that's, it's also the mindset. It's like, if if you see something that seems slightly off, you start digging into it somehow. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know why, but it, it, it's, it just challenges me to try it out. And, and
0: uh, most of the time it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, from, um, from a mindset point of view, I think um, if there is anything even slightly wrong, I think uh, we all should be cognizant about it because it helps us building that character that if there is anything wrong, we should be able to speak it up and we should have that power to speak up. There's no one else stopping us. You have been in a lot of conferences. You have been speaker at a lot of conferences. So do you remember like when was the first time you went on as a speaker and how was the experience? I'm pretty sure i was nervous because
1: i'm still (laughs) nervous (laughs) yeah i don't know i i it might have been somewhere at swiss testing day i i don't remember it what i do remember is that that uh, i had a bad experience actually Mm in the sense of that i didn't know how it works and um we had we had a problem with the audio so the the, the speaker was actually delayed by one second and everybody who used a microphone on stage and ever experienced that like the, the the speaker as a delay of one second, it's extremely, extremely difficult to somehow concentrate on your voice. If you hear yourself again, one second later Uh from, from the back. So I still remember that. So that was, I I, I guess that was one of the the first um, appearances on stage.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: And in, in that journey as a speaker, do you think somehow your personality has changed while you went on the stage and you delivered so many speeches? Honestly, I don't know if
1: it's, if it depends on conferences. It's, I think the pers- personality mm-hmm. is changing all the time now. The personality, I guess because of the business, I do have more, more contact to people, mm-hmm. a lot more contact on a daily basis. Yeah. And therefore personality is, is, or my personality is becoming more open, mm-hmm. talking about problems, talking, talking with everybody actually. And and that is that is enriching for my life. And I would have never envisioned that beforehand. And on conferences, it's still like, but that's my opinion, my Mm -hmm. personal opinion. As everything else in this in this podcast as well, It's like um, there's a group of people in those conferences that is pushing each other all the time. Mm -hmm. And again, I,
2: it's an interesting experience,
1: but I I don't know. so, I've been on both sides. I've been listening in conferences, I've been speaking in conferences, and I've been mentoring vendor in conferences. <laughs> and from all three different perspectives, it's like I still have a feeling that I could have spent my time better.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like, honestly, doing a YouTube video and reaching more people than on, in a conference room somehow it
3: makes more
2: looks sense. More, looks mm-hmm. more efficient to me, to be honest. Uh,
0: Okay. So if if you were to arrange a conference, what would it look like? If I'm a, what is what is your vision for a conference?
1: It's it's completely different. I was at one conference which was which was called the unconference, mm. which was which was actually interesting because they didn't have topics, nothing at all. They didn't have speakers.
4: Mm-hmm. It
1: was more or less like a place where you could exchange ideas. So it was like. Like, it was, but it was. I guess it doesn't work with with a thousand people like Eurostar has. Yeah, yeah. It was like it was like thirty people people in the room, and um and it was like the crowd. Or we discussed actually which topics are interesting. And back then it was like, hey, how do AI vendors actually test the AI? I still remember that one. That was one of the topics that I was interested in. Uh-huh. And there was a vendor, a testing tool vendor, there in the conference actually, or in the unconference uh, that were um, promoting their AI testing uh, back at that time. And I was asking them, like, hey, it's actually interesting because I know how AI works. I know how deep learning works. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, what I do not understand is, like, how do you test it against? What do you test it? And and how do you actually test it? Is it just A-B testing? Or what do you do? And, and that was interesting because, again, the vendor couldn't tell me how they test it. And I'm pretty sure they didn't test at all. But, um, all of the others that were interested in that topic were also there. And, and we had an interesting discussion on how you could do it because nobody had experience back then.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: How you could approach a problem. And it's, it, it's, it's actually interesting because if you don't have topics that are given,
4: mm-hmm.
1: um, but you've come up with like three, four topics, then, um, then people that take part in that specific topic are really interested and mm-hmm. take part of the discussion and, and, and give inputs and give useful inputs. And it's not like there's a speaker who talks about the project, the project was successful, and those are the learnings of the project. And yeah, you can copy that if you want. And and it's really like, more like, like, a, like a peer level. Like everybody, everybody is not fully aware of how it works, but you're yeah. figuring yeah. it out in an exploratory way. Mm-hmm. And I, I love that format, but I'm, fully understand that it doesn't scale
4: mm-hmm.
0: yeah i mean if there is a lot of people who want to do that exploratory kind of thing it it becomes messy right it,
1: exactly it's yeah it, it doesn't work it doesn't scale and and that is why i am actually and if you're also organizing that it's like we like having smaller smaller conferences with like up to 30 people mm-hmm. and and doing that multiple times in the year instead of one boom, big boom event
4: yeah. where everybody
1: has to go for like three to five days and, and, um, and yeah, I don't know, but again, it's a personal opinion.
2: Um, others might think different, That's okay.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Completely. I mean, and I'm, uh, and I'm pretty sure I'll never get invited to any of those, uh, conferences again <laughs> anymore afterwards.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, that won't be case. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. You're, you're also a conference speaker, aren't you? I will be.
4: So
0: for the, for the automation? Yes. Can... Did, <laughs> so did that, you already record? Be my, yeah, yeah. I recorded, I sent it uh, over to Joe. Yeah, so this was my first one. Okay. Yeah. I, I had yeah. a few talks at local uh, meetups uh, here in Bangalore. Yeah. But yeah, this was kind of the first conference that I'd be speaking.
1: And how, how did you work out
0: with the video? Don't <laughs> no, no. ask. It was just we <laughs> just able to get it done. That's what that's what uh, I think was there. Because this was the first time that I was doing a video. I'm I'm used to the audio format. Video yeah. was pretty much new to me. So like looking into the camera and then having that light around and all these things were quite new for me. I I, I would say I, I managed. Hopefully people will uh, get the content. I tried to do my best for the first time. Whatever I have. I was, I'm more, um, I'm more comfortable in uh, like physical conferences rather than these online ones, uh, because then you can see people's reaction and then you can cater to their emotions and their, uh, their current state of mind. In an online, you can't, you can't really, even if it's a life thing, you can't really judge what's going on in others' mind. So it's slightly harder, the online format, at least for me. Some people are really pro with that, but I'm I'm not am not at least for now I'm not. Yeah, I saw your post about uh, the recording that you did <laughs> and uh, the video which came out. But the video quality was awesome, by the way. I I saw I saw that uh, video. Uh, it came out really nice. Thanks. I, yeah,
1: I, I tried my best, but yeah i guess that's also a one-time thing somehow (laughs) and and, and that's the interesting part because in the beginning i thought it's a lot easier than doing a doing a live conference because you don't need to be nervous it's just a camera on you if you do some mistakes you just just do it again do it again Hmm. but in the end somehow you do
0: it a lot more often than you anticipated isn't it (laughs) (laughs) yes we do even the trailer part got me a lot of time invested so just 30 seconds and it me like two hours or I think something yeah. like that yeah I, I, yeah I actually I can I can feel that
4: yeah
0: yeah <laughs> yeah but yeah I mean it's not a what do you say uh it's not a deal breaker as such uh I mean I would love to do more uh the more I do the more I will get hang of that, it so, yeah that's true as more often as you do it as easier it
1: becomes I guess yeah well I, I also think as more as more does it as more professional you want to be on video somehow so there are new challenges afterwards yeah
0: Yeah, correct yeah in terms of the uh, new trends and new things which are happening around in the software testing ai is one of them but there's also a lot of talk about test ops which has come up i
1: would say like if if uh, i just don't like new terms let's say it like that it's it's Mm. it's I always have some difficulties if somebody is coming up with the next best term and just to figure out that it's, it's more or less the same that, that you can already do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are, there's also like people try to invent new terms just to uh, maybe have a conference topic or a speaking yeah, that's, topic. That's yeah. the
1: point. And, and that is that for me, that is pure marketing. It's like in marketing, you, there's this rule. You always need to come up with your own vocabulary. Yes. Because nobody else has that, so you are already unique. Just because you're different, you different, use different words, mm. and the next step is actually you need to refresh that every two years because people are getting used to it and think like it's a so standard already, and you are still standard. So you come up with the next words. Yes, and 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 that's the point, and that's not dedicated to testing because it's just one part. But they are doing that everywhere, and and in testing is like again, as I mentioned, now AI is is behind us or actually just next to next to us. Now autonomous testing is coming up. Mm. And, and and I find that stuff interesting if they come up with test ops or you actually it started with DevOps, and then it started with dev sec ops and at some point in time you also had dev test sec uh, sorry dev sec test ops and stuff like yeah, that yeah now they have test ops and 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 now this autonomous testing which is always in my mind right now because i'm 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 learning a lot of it and I'm listening and watching a lot of information that people are coming up with and and it reminds me of something that I had on one of those conferences actually that was that was um I think it was automated testing somewhere in Rotterdam, like four years ago, five years ago. I don't know. Test, testing uh-huh. days And and um, there was a guy from Tesla, actually, and he he explained how they test their autopilot and 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 all of those systems that are involved in 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 making this autopilot happen. Yeah, and it was an, that was an interesting lecture because that was not information that you could find on the net somewhere. Yes, that was it. really proprietary information. Only Tesla had it. They never went public with it. It was just on this conference. And it was an extremely interesting talk. Mm. And he was also talking about the level of, of autonomy autonomy and where they are right now and, and where they want to be and what they are trying to achieve. And and the result was more or less like he, he, he was an engineer at Tesla and he in plain he said like with the current system we will not be able to achieve autonomous driving. Mm. Hmm. Period. And he actually, and, and you, you might know that, I don't know, but but and he actually showed a picture from, from I think it was somewhere in India or something like that. Uh, or it might be somewhere, somewhere in Europe where they actually had like a traffic light with, um, with 12 different lights, I think. It was like 12 different traffic lights attached to each other and ah. multiple red lights over each other. And it's like, so if you would approach that crossing, hmm. which is your light, can, can you decide that? And 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 nobody can, and and they just they just somehow find their way over the crossing, yeah. And, and that is how it works. And that is something where we are far away from right now in AI. I see all of I see all of the um, major major new things that they have in artificial intelligence, generative AI, and and I also played around with ChatGPT, and um, but yeah, I, again, and that's just as an example as putting new
0: words on, on technology that in the end doesn't deliver what people expect from those words. Correct. And that also leads to the parity. And then and then I think uh, the whole the whole term gets kind of biased in terms of people's views so that if anyone tries to reuse that term, people already say, oh no, this is not something that they claim and it, will, it won't be doing what it is doing. Same thing happened uh, with, terms like self-healing, auto-healing, all these things, right? So when they came out, it was like, oh, this is self-healing thing. But somehow it doesn't work in one of the contexts. And if someone else is also reusing that thing, then people have that bias. Oh, no, these guys came up with that first, but it didn't work. So this will not work. So then the term all becomes a negative connotation. And then it just dies out, I think.
1: And I think one of the problems is that people always use use words, which, which generate expectation. Yeah. It's like, if you hear self healing, you somehow automatically have a link of what that means, mm. you don't need to learn it. And, and and they came up with this new term self healing, which is already used in different disciplines, but not in testing. Yeah. And, and that, that is, and, and also autonomous testing, I mean, or, or, or AI driven testing and stuff like that. Mm. And Also, if you, if you hear about, if you hear about artificial intelligence, Usually, people think about artificial intelligence completely different to what it actually is, because they they see the result of it, but they don't understand what's underneath, and and that that is that is
0: somehow for me personally a pain. But um, yeah. So if if you were to define autonomous testing, what would it be?
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, autonomous testing for me is easy. Yeah. I, it is not required at all, and and I I already had an article about that like three years ago. It's like if we have autonomous testing. Mm-hmm. Then we solve the halter problem in, in 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 computer science, and if we do, if we if we manage to do that, we don't need testing anymore because the same engine that can understand because if you have real autonomous testing, it would the software would understand the intent of use of the application, so it would yeah. understand for what that application is meant mm. to happen. And if that's the case, I wouldn't need to write that application myself. I could just tell the tell the, the, the computer, hey, I need an application. That does this, and it would just be there magically. It would just behave as the application that I <laughs> needed. Yeah. And if, if that's the case, I don't need testing anymore because the application is already hundred percent correct. Mm. And and that's the point. People people don't understand that that that. And I see that by testing. And and I also see the differentiation between testing, checking, and inspection. And and sometimes I like the idea of making distinction between those. And sometimes I I hate it to be honest. And, 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 but, but, but sometimes it's required and the CY testing is always, will, will always be required if, if you make the differentiation between those, those, uh, those disciplines. And, 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 that at least for the next 50 years, with all of the advancements that we have in, in, in artificial intelligence and technology, I'm pretty sure we are still far ahead from what everybody thinks.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Expect from. Yeah, correct, absolutely. The,
1: it. When, the first time when I saw something autonomous is like, it was random clicks on the screen. I said, yeah, "Well, Jesus Christ, it is autonomous, but what is the benefit of it?" So mm. if if that thing by by accident actually hits on a button, correct, and mm-hmm. the software does something, where does the software know what what is actually meant? So yeah. it can check that it's always doing the same. I get that, mm-hmm. but is that
0: the right thing?
2: You don't you, know.
0: Yeah, at the not end, bad. if it doesn't add value, it's, it's of no use, right? I mean, unless yeah, it, you can it, prove.
1: See, it can, it can add value. So, so doing monkey testing adds value mm. because in the end, it, it's just trying to crash the application. And that is what we don't want. We don't want to have an application that crashes. Yeah. So doing my monkey testing is, is added value. It's just not autonomous testing. Mm. and then the other day i saw so like a webinar about autonomous testing the guy said like yeah now the software is generating all of the test cases in the background and it will automatically find all of the elements and make sense out of it and in the end he was li- he was looking at the list of 426 elements on a simple login page and said like yeah now we need to identify the screen button and we find it in the list of the 426 elements and now <laughs> we tell the system that it needs to click on this button and we put it in the right sequence i said like Okay, so what? what did it actually do? And it's just like it's, it's a lot of marketing mm. and forgive
2: my French bullshit.
0: That's eh, it. Yeah, yeah, in the end, I think it's something like whatever is current whatever works, uh, I think that's that's what gets into marketing of these kind of tools, which is yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, at, at most times it's like false marketing that is there. Is it, is it
1: false marketing? I mean, the idea of marketing is actually to, to capture your attention, isn't it? Mm. And if you read somewhere autonomous testing as a manager and you want to save money because that's what I want to do is I want to save money. So yeah. I want to, actually, I want to save time because I want mm. to be faster to the market. So I need to save time. Saving time also saves money. Brilliant thing. I have something that's autonomous testing. I need to pay 500 bucks for that. Mm. Brilliant. Yeah. It's, it scales indefinitely in the cloud. So I have my test results. Autonomously executed in ten seconds. Mm. Yeah. That, that, okay. So you have my attention. I, I, and then we under That that is the problem. And then, yeah, yeah. And, and that 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 is a pity actually. In, in 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 the industry, in the business, but not only for testing, also for development tools and development. Everything, everything. Everything.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's all across. In the uh, in the context you said uh, autonomous testing. You have to tell the computer to build your software, right? I think that's something um, that was a lot of buzz when ChatGPT came in. People started throwing phrases at ChatGPT and then they would get some output and then they'll again compare the output. So there are a lot of opinions. I saw very contrast opinions about ChatGPT. Uh, Mm -hmm. Did you try? By any yeah. chance, or yeah, I tried. It. I do have. I do
1: have an beta account for OpenAI, so I tried Dali before it came out, and I also tried this ChatGPT before it came out.
0: Mm-hmm. What was your impression? Do you think it's really kind of useful in any other way?
1: From a technical point of view, I love
0: it. Mm-hmm.
1: I, lo- I I would have never imagined that 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 is already possible. To be honest, mm. it's like if you look at that, and if you look specifically at the at the speed of iterations, it's it's tremendous. It's mm. tremendous. Mm-hmm. Technically, I love it. But I think the perception of it
3: is
2: off. Let's say it like that.
3: Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I, I saw. I, I think I saw a report yesterday, like that they are starting to use it in schools oh. to, the, to, to do the homework and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And and it can work out, but it it actually it 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 misses the the the, the, the simplest logic. So I gave it a test for 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 like. I think it's it's ten years old. Where, where, where I asked the system, like, hey, if you do have a duck in the, if you have, if you have two ducks in the front of one duck and mm-hmm. two ducks behind one duck and one duck in the middle of two ducks, how many ducks do you have? And the freaking thing came somehow up with seven or whatever. Um. And and you you actually see how it is trained and, and and yeah, I don't know. And and I also. I read a few articles from others, which I would call experts because artificial act, artificial intelligence experts usually tend to, to glorify the results. Yes. So I read read a few articles from, from, from the, the opposite side. And it was actually interesting to see with which examples they came up to break the system, Mm -hmm. but in general, honestly, and I have to confess, I'm using it. (laughs) (laughs) It it gives you ideas. Honestly, it, it just gives you ideas. I mean it's it's not there's nothing worse if you are a writer, there's nothing worse than having a a blank sheet of paper in front of you. Mm. And with a freaking, with ChatGPT and also before ChatGPT, I mean, there were already this GPT-3 models and stuff like that. And you could use tools that where you said like, Hey, I have a topic and then it generated the, the, the index of the topic. And then you could choose that it generates some text. So ChatGPT is nothing new. It's just Mm -hmm. the conversional aspect of it that is, that is actually new. So that it has some context. They can, they can actually do a discussion. That's the new part of ChatGPT. Mm. next generation is is not the new part is it Mm.
0: yeah even i tried it a couple of times i found it useful the only concern like you said i also read a news in one of the local newspapers that they are going to start uh, mandating students to come into the school and write their papers by pen because they have seen a lot of uh, uh, things happening uh, because of chat gpt and all other things
1: and and that's that's the problem. And, and again, I confess that I'm using it, yeah. And and I, I and I, I and I love it. And, and as you said, I mean, you're using it as well, isn't it? Yes. And yes. and the only the only problem that I see is, and that comes back to the beginning, is like at some point in time, people will use what JetGPT wrote, uh-huh. and said like, "Hey, that's brilliant," and and they will say, "But I did my best. It's best effort." Yes. Yes. And and, and that is where I would say, like, and that is that is the problem in, in, in the direction where everything goes is like. Somebody else is doing the work for you, mm, mm. and uh, people people don't uh, don't 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 do the work themselves anymore. It's like I use it to to actually get my brain managed somehow. I give mm. it I give ChatGPT some ideas, and it it somehow channels my my way of thinking. And afterwards, I'm doing the work, mm, mm. and and I think for that it's a good tool yeah but but just to rely on 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 chat gpt it's i mean in the end it's like there's this old saying a fool with a tool is still a fool isn't
0: it <laughs> yeah so got it.
1: it's just a tool
0: yeah absolutely right
1: okay perhaps you should have done this actually for 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 the podcast
0: perhaps you should have have a discussion with, with ChatGPT <laughs> and we ask, <laughs> ask the question
1: beforehand.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe we can try that. I'm not sure if they have the audio version of it. I think.
1: But we can actually, I saw that somewhere else, we can actually link a different artificial intelligence, which is then generating audio with, with, with my voice actually out of it. And then you can have an additional artificial intelligence, which takes a picture of me and is generating a 3D avatar based on me. So you oh. won't see the difference. And then mm-hmm. you're talking to ChatGPT, and it looks like you're talking to me. Isn't that, that's amazing. We
0: should do that next time, actually. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> we should train you. We'll train you on, on this podcast episode and then we'll ask the same other questions based on this. That's a exactly. good idea. We should exactly. try that. <laughs> Okay, all right. Uh, I think uh, from questions point of view, I think whatever we wanted to cover, I'm pretty much done. Uh, yeah. Also, we talked about a lot of other topics which are not on the list, which was really good. I really enjoyed the discussion, and um, thank That's you fun. again for your time. Um, I will let you go because you're alone in the office, so <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> I That's don't want fun. to keep you for long. So I mean, it's it's isn't it eleven eleven p.m. for you?
1: Meanwhile, already
0: it's like quarter to midnight now. So yeah, let's see. Get some rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will. I will. All right then. All right. Thank you again. Thank you for your time. It was a pleasure thank you, thank to have you. you. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Thank you again. It was um, a pleasure. Yes, it was pleasure. Was all mine. Don't worry.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you for tuning in today. I hope you found it useful. If you did learn something new today, please follow us on Instagram, LinkedIn, and also share rate, subscribe to the podcast so that you get the notifications for the new episodes as and when they're launched. Thank you for being here. It really means a lot to me. Until we meet again, it's a goodbye from my side. Take care and be in great health. Thank you.